Hello, welcome to a family show. Reap what you sow. I'm Jason. And I am Lindsay. And we are here to share our experiences and God's word with you. So for tonight, I, uh, after some prayer and reflection, I was thinking um, about knowledge uh, and responsibility. Mm-hmm. And so I, I felt like I heard, like, with knowledge comes responsibility. We've heard that before. It's from Spider-Man. It says, with great power comes great responsibility. Oh, interesting. Yes. <laughs> Haven't heard that. But um, so I'm going to just share some thoughts with you, and then I feel like I'm going to ask you a question. Sounds good. I can expand on. I'm ready. So with knowledge comes responsibility. Okay. And just like a farmer and his field. In order to sow the seed and for it to be fruitful, he must know his soil and the time or season to plant. Right. As a parent, we have a responsibility to plant seeds in the hearts of our children, the soil, tending it with love and affection, making it rich and ready for the different seeds or the lessons over time. We must continue as parents to learn and grow, gaining knowledge about how to develop a good root system. Right in order to produce good fruit or good character in our children. Mm-hmm. So where do we start? How do we do this? Uh, let's first start with the soil, the heart, making it rich. How do we do this? The love. <laughs> Elia agrees. The love or the connection. So my question um, and to you and... What are some ways that we connect with our children or what are some ways that we can share with our listeners to connect with their children? Are you talking about from the beginning or how we connect with them now? We can talk about the the experiences, but what are just some ways that um, have impacted you as a dad in connecting with them? Um, obviously spending time with them, uh, just taking the time out to listen to them and let them speak, speak their hearts, speak their minds, um, ask them about their interests and showing interest in their interests. That creates bonding. Um, even if I have no idea what they're talking about, <laughs> um, or if it's a case of there's, a, you know, maybe they have an area of interest that I have never expressed an interest myself in. It's just, just... Letting them know that you care by paying attention is huge, and then that creates a bond of trust. And then uh, later in life, like you were just saying about planting seeds in the soil, so if you plant that seed in their hearts that you're there to listen and that you're not there to judge, uh, but you're there to encourage and all the positive things, mind you, then when they get older and they have problems and they have situations that they feel like they can't manage on their own I, I believe that that makes them more likely to come speak with you so I guess just connecting showing interest in their interests and um, asking questions and yeah allowing them to speak okay so so that's one way so basically the bullet point for that one is showing interest in and what listening. they're interested in and listening and actively listening to, to actively them. listening yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Act- actively listening. Um, so that means that, like, putting down the phone right. when the child is talking to us. Correct. Right. 
um, or not watching TV while the child is talking to us. Right. Right. You live in a day and age of DVR, you can push pause. Right. Um, and although it's hard sometimes, um, you know, if we, we get a text or a, or we want the right now communication, we just have to remember that our child is in front of us um, or even even our spouse. Right? right. I mean, unless it's like a super important has to be handled in this moment text, which are so rare, but um, you can always pause. You can 9.9 times out of 10, you can pause the text. I'm just saying it was like case time sensitive. Uh, but an know, emergency. An emergency. Right, yes. An emergency. Like someone only died. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of extreme, but I mean, sure. <laughs> Otherwise, we can put our phones up. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll, I'll just take the L on that one and just walk away in defeat. Sorry, guys. Sorry, ladies. Was, yeah, she's right. She's right. Um, okay. So, uh, also, as far as, you know, what are some ways that we do that? I feel like. Um, just listening, just an example, um, and I heard it, it's been a while ago, but we started to implement it into our home, um, was, is our pillow talk time. Yes. And that has become a staple in our home, which I believe, uh, the children also look forward to. Um, do you want to tell them what that is? You can, you can go ahead and do that, pillow talk. Well, you don't even thought, I don't want to step on your toes. Okay. Uh, so pillow talk basically is at the end of the day after we you know spend some family time whether it's watching a show reading a story um we do both of those actually and we also read in the bible but uh, when they lay down in bed they always and Lindsay and i always take turns we have two older ones so when one's with one one's with the other we spend at least 10 we spend at least uh 10 to 15 minutes um just laying with them asking them about their day their favorite parts of the day um things like that what they have on their mind or we just ask them questions about anything just really just conversation starters just getting inside their heads and just winding the day down just by spending time with them so right and sometimes these are the best times that they uh if they have something important to share that happened during the day with a friend or um something that's really on their heart um i remember one time um our son he he said, "Mommy, I really have some. I have to, something to tell you at pillow talk time." He he really he was waiting for that time to just come and just share his heart. He knew that we could just have our alone time um, to talk, and I think it was you know something social, you know that we had just were able to talk through. Um, and then obviously after the kids go to bed, if there's something that was really shared with one of us, we we communicate about it so that we're both on the same page. Yes. Um, which is, which is super important. Um, what about even if someone has, you know, our children right now, we have a, a little one who's five months, a seven year old and a 10 year old. Um, but what are some things that we did with the kids, even as babies, um, and that we're going to do with Eliah, like little rituals. Um, maybe I read this book, which if, any of you have very small children, it's a fantastic book called I Love You Rituals by Becky Bailey. It just talks about the importance of connection with our children and building that foundation um, with them, like we said, with the soil and attending that. Um, what are some things that you remember doing with the kids that was little when they were younger? Um, I remember, I mean, of course, pillow talk time and sitting with them on the floor when they were, you know, especially when they're really small, like her age, 
when it was time for tummy time, like the whole family got on the floor with tummy time and when they were crawling and walking around, like we were, I remember always just being there and, um, and allowing them to explore. I remember when Adam was really teeny, um, we, our first house, he, we had the kitchen cabinets and like most of you probably below your kitchen sink, you have all your cleaning supplies and trash bags and random miscellaneous things. And we didn't really, we didn't really, we weren't really buying into the whole baby gate thing. So we what we wanted our kids to explore and Adam really had a thing for Tupperware. So we just switched out all the bottom cabinets with just Tupperware. And when Adam went in there, he would just take all the Tupperware out and make a big mess and have so much fun. And he was exploring and, um, just and just allowing him the freedom to do that um and then i guess just at night uh before he could talk and before autumn could talk i remember i just remember singing to them and walking them to sleep um and and to this day even at you know 10 and 7 they still talk about that and i mean i did that when they were teeny and Mm. up until they were two and they remember i remember you singing this song daddy i remember you singing that song sing it again i'm like oh my goodness so um they do remember right. and they do hold on to that so i mean i i that's all i can recall at the moment mm-hmm. um i remember us going like exploring like different parks we would like mm-hmm. go to all kinds of different parks uh you know and playing with them like getting up on the right. parks and playing and like going down the slides with them right um, not just sitting on the bench and saying c and 20 right right so those are like really important um you know not all the time can we do that especially right. as you know we get older or um as the kids you know get older but when they're when they're young um really just building that foundation of that mommy wants to play with you too you know and sitting down with um trying to sit down with their they still ask me to be monsters sometimes when we're at the park to chase them around they like me chasing them oh, so. right right so. or swinging the tire swing but some most of the time they're they're they have they just meet people and they just play so uh also also, um, I remember, you know, doing lots of, um, art or coloring with the kids, mm. um, you know, and, and obviously that's transferred over until as, they, as, as they've grown. You would do dress up with them too. When you'd stay home with both kids, you would get like an ottoman full of like random costumes. You guys would do like dress up and stuff. Yes. And dance parties, lots, dance parties. lots oh. of dance parties. Um, and so those were those are always fun times. Mm-hmm. Um, so just having those little moments, it's just the little moments that, you know, even if it can be, like you said, 10, 15 minutes at a time, um, it's that quality, it's the quality time. Uh, you know, if they're cooking, I know well, having the kids cook with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the kids really, really love doing that. Even now they beg to to cook with, with Jason. Um, and making them a part of the the whole process, the whole team right. effort. Um, if you're doing laundry or um, even setting the table, they beg to set the table um, because we've just made everything a, a team a team process. Um, make it fun uh, with them instead of excluding them because it just is quicker. Sometimes which, that can which, be hard. Which I'm guilty Some, of sometimes. I know. Um, yes. yes, sometimes it can be hard. We just have to remember... Um, you know the the lasting impacts that it can have on their life because we're they're going to do this whatever we do they're going to do for their own kids and so we're impacting generations even in our own home 
um, we're changing changing generations, and sometimes we we're just looking at our own next moment, you know. But when we see that what we do with their heart is literally changing, um, you know, maybe their future child's heart. So, and story time. Obviously, story time is a huge um, a huge part of our connection time. Um, so I, I, uh, I really think that, you know, obviously connection is so, so important. Um, we, those were just some of our thoughts and ideas about how to, um, you know, get the soil ready because we are going to definitely be, um, you know, with knowledge, right, comes responsibility. So now that we have the knowledge that we know that we need to start developing little um, routines or rituals or traditions, whatever you want to call them in our household, you know, um, whether it's Friday fun night or, you know, pancake mornings or I don't know. She's, the kids remember that. She's big on alliterations, folks. <laughs> Everything's going to be like fun, flappy, <laughs> something. It's going to be something. So anyway. <laughs> the point is... <laughs> Way to wrangle us back in. <laughs> the point is, let's uh, tend the soil and, and connect with our kids. So, Amen. All right. And you want to just... Um, closing thought? Closing thought. Closing yeah. thought. Um, I would just say, you know, listen to the Lord. Let your spirit lead you. Um, remember the world that's that's around us it is full of distractions, and it's not they're not of God. Remember, God has a... God is the Father. Um, he has the patience that we'll never understand. He has a love that we we have a glimpse of. And just, just remember that when you're um, speaking with your children and speaking into your children. Um, make sure that what they're looking at lines up with what you're teaching. And um, I know for some people that can be difficult. Um, it's, you know, we I came from a generation of do as I say, not as I do sometimes. Um, but um, it's really your actions speak a lot louder than words. That's a cliche saying, but it's so true. And, um, you know, we are identified by our fruit and our children are our fruit. So how our children are represent how we raise them. And so just just being mindful of what you're doing, how you're conducting yourself, what you're saying and and what you're placing in your your hierarchy of importance throughout the day. Uh, make sure that in your day you always schedule out some time to just unplug, disconnect, and spend time with your children and, and your wife. Your wife, she's super important too. Husband, and your husband. And um, so we just love you and we just pray that God continues to bless you and guide you and keep you. And uh, we look forward to our next our next podcast. So bye, guys. Have a good night.